You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah. Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years. My bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, call me crazy, but if I ever have a musical artist on who has sold millions of records, I'm going to spend a fair amount of time talking about their music. But hey, not all podcasts work that way. Notorious J-A-Y is here, much to Carol's disgust. And we'll talk about some of his relocating recruiting letters for his new job. That plus the perfect MLB slide has been retired. Put the trophy away. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, man. Let's go. Here we go. Thursday, August 12, 2021. Thank you for downloading. I do believe, in addition to it being Field of Dreams Day today, August 12th, I believe August 12th, OJ Chase. August 12th is OJ... No, that was June 17th. Why do I have August 12th in my mind? Hold on a second. August 12th, MLB strike. Is that possible? Yes, there it is. Ding! I knew August 12th was an important date for me because it was the date that I rolled in to Wrigleyville, Chicago, the little kitschy suburb, not suburb, the kitschy part of North Chicago in and around Wrigley Field where the hip young people lived with a 
Burgundy 1994 Honda Accord filled with every last worldly possession I owned. To go take a job with one-on-one sports, a fledgling sports network being run out of Northbrook, Illinois, and I had nowhere to live, nowhere to stay, and I was able to rent a room from a couple of dudes living downtown. And I rolled into Chicago. Didn't know anybody or anything in Chicago and rolled into town on the day Major League Baseball went dark. And they would be dark for well over a year before they finally got it up and running again. World Series was missed. It was a rainy, colder than I could ever remember in August day because I'd never been treated to one of these rando upper Midwest summer days that feel like shitty spring. But that's what it was. August 12th, 1994. We'll never forget it. So, happy August 12th, everybody. Before I get to Jay, some people are coming at me about the doctor in Indiana whose rat-a-tat-tat, I won't call it a diatribe, I don't think it was that, it was too calm, his quick five-minute takedown of all the things that people are getting wrong about the coronavirus and how to combat it if you really can, has since gone viral, has since been banned by YouTube, of course, which tells you, oh, they only ban the good stuff that they really don't want people to hear. But anyway, people have come at me about that saying, here's a rebuttal. Here's some facts about that. And they're giving me these other pieces. And I've read some of the pieces. But I want to be perfectly clear here. I said at the time, I don't subscribe to everything this guy says. And I don't proclaim him to be an epidemiologist or necessarily an infectious disease expert. He is a, I could tell by his title, he's one of these sort of alternative medicine guys, a family functional medicine guy. And I know of those guys and gals. And you got to be careful. A lot of them are very smart. A lot of them are dealing with areas that traditional medicine doesn't want to deal with, which are actually legit. And some are real quacks and weirdos. But all I said was, I believe his basic points of masks do not work. Virus gonna virus, and you people are gonna fail all over again trying to control it. And that we do have treatments and therapeutics that are much better now than at the beginning of the pandemic. As for his theories about variants and vaccination causing mutation and et cetera, et cetera, eh, that's a muddled picture. We're still finding out more. And I think I made it clear, I'm not on board with everything he said, but I do love how he said it. But here's what I'm going to say. You want to fact check this doctor in Indiana? You want to come at me going, oh, look at where he is wrong. Well, then why don't you fact check all the other screaming piles of bullshit out there? There was a Duke study about masks in school that concluded, oh, they work. Oh, yeah? How do you know? Well, we just do. Okay, show us your work. They did. The study didn't include a control group, as in, well, here's one school in North Carolina that didn't mask their students, and here was their rates of transmission, and here was their number of cases per thousand of hospitals. Didn't have it. I mean, my last science class was damn near 40 years ago in high school. Even I can remember, you need a fucking control group. That's the level of science being endorsed by Duke University and run with by media outlets. Like, oh, see, they work. No control group. Fact check that, 
too, while you're at it. By the way, the study did control for social distancing, where they did have some schools that didn't adhere to the six feet or so. And guess what? (laughs) This is amazing. They found out that social distancing didn't do shit. But they concluded masks did. They found that putting three kids to a bus seat was no different than putting one in a bus seat. (laughs) Three feet, six feet, none of it really mattered. Or you can fact check the CDC. Because when the mask guidance went back in place just about two weeks ago, somebody leaked a CDC document or a PowerPoint, or they call it a deck, that claimed that the Delta variant was as contagious as chickenpox. Maybe more so. Well, today, NPR, of all the non-right-wing outlets out there, boldly claimed in a story in a headline, quote, the CDC said the Delta variant is as contagious as chickenpox. That's not accurate. NPR. Then NPR changed the headline without explanation to read, the Delta variant isn't as contagious as the chickenpox, but it's still highly contagious. Who is telling NPR to change their headlines? Hmm. Why is NPR saying, oh, I'm sorry. Let me change that for you. By the way, how did the CDC come to this inaccurate conclusion about, oh my God, Delta's as contagious as the chickenpox? Well, they overestimated the Delta contagion on a tiny sample, and they underestimated the chickenpox spread based on, wait for it, a slide from the New York Times that wasn't entirely accurate according to those who unraveled this. Not entirely accurate. So the CDC is quoting graphics from the New York Times. (laughs) Fucking CDC. Do you know the size of their budget? So fact check that shit, okay, you sheeple, before emailing me and going, oh, you see this article about that Indiana doctor? Nothing can be done at this point. The wave is going to crest and it's going to go down. The virus is going to virus. There'll be another surge, I'm sure, at some point or another wave at some point. It's never going away. You can't mandate shit like this without ripping society apart at the seams, which is happening right now. And you're going to regret doing it if you keep trying. For example, there's stories of doctors and nurses preparing to or actually walking off the job because their health care systems are beginning to line up behind mandated vaccinations. Doctors and nurses. The pilots' unions have spoken up, and apparently Southwest, American, and Delta now will not require their employees to get vaccinated, breaking with United, who said that they would make them get vaccinated by October or face getting fired. Here's the dirty reality. These airlines can't afford to chase off even 5% of their workforce. You saw what happened with American Airlines and Spirit Airlines and all the the clusterfuck of canceled flights down in Dallas. If 10% of our pilots or doctors or nurses either quit or go on strike, we are fucked people. Do you understand that? You cannot replace them like Uber Eats drivers. Many of them are at or near retirement anyway. And so if you induce an artificial sudden 10% 
early retirement surge over a vaccination mandate, we are in trouble. It'll be a shock to the system like you cannot imagine. Doesn't mean that some won't try. Oh, they will. Because we got to do something. We're in an age of breathtaking mass hysteria right now and alarming COVID authoritarianism. Arnold Schwarzenegger today, quote, screw your freedom. This to the people who don't want to wear masks. He made the driving the car analogy. You can't just drive your car at any speed you want all over the place. (laughs) That's a great analogy. It's so apropos. Basically, that stance would be saying, well, you don't have a right to breathe. I mean, you do, but we've got to give you permission on having a right to breathe. And we're going to tell you, the state is going to tell you when you can breathe, how you can breathe, where you can breathe, what you must put on your face, what you must put in your body, because your breath could kill me like a car. Right. Rampant, fucking, illiterate, innumerate, sheeple, stupidity, going crazy right now. Stanford is now going to require weekly COVID testing even for vaccinated students. <laughs> They're going back to remote learning in three, two, one. You watch. MIT said, oh, that sounds stupid. I bet we can do stupider than that. Hold our beer. MIT is now requiring fully vaccinated students to be tested bi-weekly. And they also require online students to be vaxxed as well. You want to take our Zoom class? We'll prove that you're vaccinated. Somebody tweeted, I'm not sure if MIT is a true place of science anymore. Hold on, bi-weekly. Is that twice a week or is that semi-weekly? Yeah, who's the illiterate sheep now? Shut your mouth. All right, time for Notorious J-A-Y. Not, not, notorious, notorious. <gasps> not, not, notorious. Hello. Hello, Jay. Are the moving boxes piling up by the front door yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Not not as of yet, no. Okay. Have you actually uh, finalized anything? Uh, I finalized that I think I'm going to rent this location out for about six to eight months. Oh, no. Now we're renting. Yes. And any reason for that? Kind of makes sense. I would like to get a lay of the land first before I buy something oh. in what in whatever state I move to. Okay, so, so we're not we're not committed on that yet. By the way, I've had a a large number of suggestions, and we're going to walk through some of them here today. I forwarded a couple to you. Yes, and I, I responded to one of them. Okay, Thanks, good, yes. good. Would you like all of the responses for people that are going to be voting for or leaning towards or against your possible locations? Go. Okay, well, I don't have them handy. I'm going to get to that in just a second. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. There, there's something There's something I want to hit you with out of the gate because I think it'd be in your wheelhouse, all right? Uh, uh-oh. What did you once say about race car driver, now retired, Danica Patrick? Oh, mousy and mean. <laughs> mousy and mean. Okay. Yes. I happen to disagree to a certain extent. I like her. I, however... 
downloaded a couple of her podcast episodes because she has a podcast called Pretty Intense. And as you can imagine, she gets some really big name guests. All right. Because she's a pretty girl. (laughs) But she's also famous and she knows people. Again, men will go on. <laughs> men will do anything for a pretty girl. Okay. That's... So so she has on, and so I like Danica. She has on another one of my sort of fave gals, Alanis Morissette. Oh, my, that is, that. that's my, Alanis is in my uh, dream. Okay. I love Alanis Morissette. Uh, okay. So I, too, was excited for this, thinking, all right, I dig Danica, and I really dig Alanis. So let's go, girls. Such great the lines. Fact this, the fact that this song is written about Dave Collier still makes me laugh out loud. It's written about Dave Collier? Yeah. Of? Um, um, what's the show with... Um, the Olsen twins and all that um, Full House. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll look it up. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm listening to the podcast while playing a late nine by myself at the uh, local golf course that I belong to, and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, it's a slow build up here, but at some point, because Danica's is like, oh, I'm such a super fan, right? I'm a huge fan of your music. I'm thinking, all right, good. Hopefully we'll talk about her music at some point in the podcast. But it's taken longer than I expected. Now, I must take a moment here to say, Danica Patrick and her podcast, I'm sure, has 500x downloads than I have. I'll grant you that. I'm not here to bash her work. But I am here to tell you, if you download this episode, (laughs) hoping to hear... Anything about Alanis Morissette's music, ding, career, ding, the record industry, ding, you will go home empty fucking handed. Are you shocked by this, that another person not in the world of communications can't do an interview? (laughs) That's, it's like 97% of, you know, I I told you I listened to the the girls from the office. Yeah. and And all it is is a, what was I wearing and. It's nothing exciting about the what, what's what's it's the name of the It's not it's called The Office Ladies and I've listened yeah. to quite a few of the podcasts and I get frustrated as well because, because they delve into the well you know I was moving apartments at the time and it had all these boxes at home I'm like don't give a fuck more about not, Dwight on set Right right I right. mean I mean god you know god love you for for delving into this but there's a reason a, a wise man once said and when you know what I'm going to say, you'll go who everybody has one, one good show in them. Good one show good on show them. in them. It's the, and that was Andy Poland. Yeah, it was Andy the, Poland. The, the thing is, you got to come up with four more. And same thing with podcasts. You can have one good podcast, <sighs> okay. but you got to okay. do like more than one a week. Okay, but here she had Alanis Morissette, and she proclaims to be a super fan. And it was an hour and 15 minutes. And I swear to God, the bulk of the first hour and 10 minutes, because only at the very end did they nick a little bit of her musical career or anything about the industry. But the first hour and 15 minutes was nothing but self-improvement 
gobbledygook about one's journey and exploration and self-care and being mindful. And I'm listening to this and I'm reading that. I mean, it was one name drop after another from Alanis Morissette, who's very booky and she reads a lot. Hey, how about that? But she was like, well, as Jacobson said, the soul is an empty vessel of life's ambitions. Or, you know, it's like how Ornstein considers one's id to be a reflection of your childhood. Bitch, nobody knows who these people are or cares about this gobbledygook. Talk about the song Under Rug Swept where you were banging a kid who was under 18 years old. Talk about you ought to know. Talk about the artists you hate. Talk about the time some record executive got slapped in the face by you because he was trying to take you to bed. Anything. I'm begging you. Talk about all the guys from Unsent. Who are they really? I want to hear. I want to hear that. Exactly. Only until the very end did Danica say, well, I, I hate to ask this because it sounds like just a fan question, but what's your favorite song? Oh, God. That's a- <laughs> Talk about that for a shit question. An yeah. hour and 16 minutes in. And that was when Alana said, well, you know, the one song that was hard for me to put out, I was nervous about, was You Ought to Know, because it talked about, you know, underage sexual relations. And the record label was begging me not to, you know, put it out, but I stood firm and we did. And nothing from Danica. No follow-up. No digging in. Like, ooh, really? How hard of a battle was it? Can you tell yeah. me the name of the guy now? Nothing. It was like, okay, got to wrap it up. Oh, I felt like the biggest bait and switch job I have ever heard. And I stuck with it to the very end. Maybe you should email Carol then. <laughs> Who? Oh, Carol, your hater? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I, by the way, I, I think uh, Under Rug Swept is my favorite Alanis Morissette song, and I think that one you ought to know is two, and I would say uh, Isn't Ironic is three. Uh, what about you? You Live is my favorite, then Unsent. Actually, and... the, the song I'm referring is Hands Clean. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a very good fan, but that's, you know. Um, there it is. Just um, yeah. 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 Dude, don't, don't go telling everybody. So anyway. By the way, is anything more more manly than two fifty year old men? Discussing their love of Landis Morissette. <laughs> All right, quick. Let's talk tools. Yeah, I got this uh, yeah. socket wrench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a new chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Here, do you, want me, <laughs> do you want me to play a banger from Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Did God, he get his no. back? I, okay. I hate I hate Limp Bizkit. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I, Fred Durst is the toll. And a poser. I hate all that. <laughs> I hate all that rock and rap like corn. How about Lincoln Park? P- posers. Posers. <laughs> How about Kid Rock? Pose. Oh my poser Big- and an a-hole. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is going to be my banger next week. Shh, don't tell anybody. You know, on our uh, on our morning show, we pick banger rejoin every day. Really. It's- 
Yes. Really? You want? Do you want a guest turn? Can you yeah, pick? Can you well, pick bangers? Can, do you know what yes. a banger is? Uh, really? You're asking me that? <laughs> everyone, me? everyone thinks they know bangers, but it's so subjective, you know. Okay, but if there's anything that's a banger, cue up Annie Up by MOP. That is the number one banger of all time in music. Who's MOP, but, by the way? I see. There you go. 13 million views can't be wrong. Is this it? Yes, this is it. I like it. It's a song about robbing somebody. <laughs> Any up. Yes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So this is a banger. I would love to come on the radio show okay. and explain to your two co-hosts what a Celebrity is. guest banger. Did you ever see, uh, yes. did you ever see uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, 195 times. Okay, so you know where that riff comes from, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, which is, by the way, hilarious. I, I love it. And uh, the comedian who says it, who is the uh, Indian American? Aziz, 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 Aziz Ansari. By the way, has he, been, uh, has he been uncanceled yet? I don't think so. And, and I really, to this day, Fucking I bullshit. think he, he got wronged by a chick who went on a bad date. Yes. And then put it out in a blog. And then got you so know, what? You're just gonna put your iPod on shuffle? No, but I could. You want to know why? <laughs> I love it. Because every single song you own, <laughs> exhausted. Because every single song you own is a banger. Is a banger. Every yep. song I download has to pass a series of rigorous tests to answer <laughs> one simple question. <laughs> is it? A is it a banger? How many beats per minute? How many drops? How dope were the drops? Dope. Were any acoustic instruments used? <laughs> if so, it is not a banger. I once accidentally downloaded the Lumineers song. I had to throw away my whole computer just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as it gets. All right, we'll get the, you on the, for... The other, the other yeah. great thing from uh, Parks and Rec, treat yourself. Then when, when, when uh, uh, Tom and the black character, the black woman character, they have a whole day where they just go out and they call it treat yourself. And they just buy stuff and get pedicures and manicures. <laughs> okay. Very funny episode. All right, here we go. Jim Bach, you ready? Yes. Regarding notorious JOI, I would like to throw my two cents in so he should move to Carlisle, PA. As a loyal oh. listener, I can say he would still be part of the DC landscape, but also be closer to Stiller Nation. Also, cost of living would be beneficial to his newfound wealth as an ops manager for Cowan Trucking. Lastly, I would, for one, love to just hang out with him and visit, having been a loyal one percenter for a long time, just to hear his take some of all the various topics. All right. Sorry, Carlisle has a vote. Okay. Uh, here is Paul Adames. I was listening to the podcast with Jay, and he was reading off the other locations. He mentioned Madison Heights, Virginia, and I had no idea where that was. Well, it is on the outskirts north of Lynchburg, about an hour from Charlottesville. My wife and I bought our daughter and son-in-law a house there last year to get them out of a small apartment with two young, two young kids. It takes just 10 minutes to get anywhere. Fairly quiet town, nice river town. Areas with restaurants and bars. Downside is it does have a segregated feel to it. You can turn down one street and be on the, quote, wrong side of the tracks, depending on your color, and be treated as such. I think Jay would make the right move with Jacksonville. Great weather, great beaches, and he moves from one of the most heavily taxed states in the country to one with no state income tax. Add to that, raise Jay, and enjoy the sunshine. Jacksonville is the leader in the clubhouse. Okay. 
Uh, Mike Kupek worked in trucking 25 years ago, managing terminals, and absolutely loved it. Had, a, had an opportunity to get into pharmaceuticals and moved on. Still to this day, at times, I miss the trucking industry. The only negative of running trucking terminals is the time commitment, but the day-to-day challenge is awesome. If he would want to reach out, I'm happy to talk to him. P.S. My good friend lives in Jacksonville. Just bought a place on Ponte Vedra Beach, one block off the ocean, private tunnel to the beach for under 600000 He wow. says, I live in Roanoke, Virginia, Madison Heights, Virginia, is Lynchburg. I think Riverside is near Newport News. Of Jay's list, the surprisingly nice city is Cincinnati. You get north of the city near Mason and Loveland. There's great suburbs and preferably the place to live, but it does get cold in the winter. Uh, a, a black friend of mine who lives there told me, do not move here. So that's out. Okay, this one from Jeremy Spooner. Uh, Zabe, number one, fuck Carol. Where else do you get a <laughs> Where else do you get a podcast that's not 99 cents an episode and she wants to bitch about the premium selection? Zabe, I hear you. Charge us 99 an episode and just see who your real one percenters are. They'll show up. <laughs> Finally, hitting the subject line, I moved to Salt Lake City from Denver, my hometown, 10 months ago. Spent a considerable amount of time in Phoenix while my parents lived in South Phoenix for 10 years. I love your appreciation for the West, and Salt Lake City is phenomenal. I may never leave for reasons you chronicled, but Jay should not venture this way. My family and I love cold weather recreation, particularly skiing, so thank you for the shout-out. But Jacksonville, I think, is the place for Jay. Again, ding for Jay. Yeah, ding for Jacksonville. Nobody from Atlanta? Haven't seen a lot of Atlanta. Wow. Maybe they think Atlanta can speak for itself. That's, again, the the black capital uh, of America. It is. Uh, Buddy Buzzard. Buddy Buzzard writes to say. That's a made-up name. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Speaking of which, yesterday on the pod, I did the all Key and Peel name team for 2021 in college football. Oh, McCringle. That's still your favorite of all time, right? Yeah, but no, did you see the real list of names? I have not seen it. Yet. Oh yeah. Well, you, if you that? listen, okay. if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you'll hear it. But basically, uh, a guy who started LostLetterman.com went went through and found the names, including General Booty at quarterback for Tyler Junior College. Oh, that's Josh Booty's brother or or, or, or cousin. Or no something. way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's part of the Booty family. Uh, yes. Running back Cavosier Smoke. Oh God. DB Storm Duck. Linebacker Bumper Pool, D lineman Octavius Oxendine, and my favorite one, defensive lineman Shitta Silla for Boston College. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, here we go. Buddy Buzzard. Maybe his real name, maybe not. Can you imagine my surprise when you trashed Burlington, New Jersey as a place for Jay to live? Actually, you dismissed Jersey as a quote unquote shithole. Did. Did I? Did I, I say it that way? I sorry I, about that. I anyway, he says I moved my family for my job to South Jersey ten years ago, and just for some perspective, I grew up in Falls Church, and all my living relatives are there. South Jersey's great. Burlington is area right off the New Jersey Turnpike. I don't know why that's a good thing. I was going to say that oh, you're not helping, <laughs> but go ahead. Which makes sense for Jay's job, but he could live in a great spot with an easy driving distance of work. For example, we live eight miles from Center City, Philly, a great city which you have to live in or near to truly appreciate. It's not a great city. In a beautiful, <laughs> revolutionary small to area small era small town. One hour from the beautiful Jersey Shore, 
and an hour and a half from Manhattan. Jay in the future, Mrs. Jay could enjoy all the same with his new fat salary. I'm all in on New Jersey, and Jay would fit right in. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Donald Flippin. Oh, hello, Donald. Go visit your top three. Mine would be Salt Lake City, Jacksonville, Atlanta. Atlanta, crime is really, really bad. I've heard that. I would assume he does not want to wait live in the... Well, wait a minute. I'm coming from Baltimore. The Baltimore <laughs> that's true. Area. Right. Is it a lateral move or an yeah, actual that's upgrade? that's a lateral move. The only place <laughs> I could go worse would be St. Louis. Yeah. I would assume that he does not want to live in the burbs, so I'd take this into consideration. I travel here for work often, and even the nicer areas are experiencing crime waves. Tons of traffic, as you mentioned. Great food and culture, though, which is a plus. Jacksonville, downtown, not really a thing. I think it's an underrated city, and you'd land a nice spot at the beach for a reasonable price. Jacksonville Beach is really nice. It's not a major tourist destination. Salt Lake City, gorgeous. Worth checking out for a weekend. As you said, the West is simply stunning. I'd personally go Salt Lake City 1, Jacksonville 2. Uh, before the move, he says, however, throw away a ton of shit. Jay oh, mentioned oh. this, but yeah. make sure he sticks to it. Secondly, oh, yeah. hire people to both pack and move you. If you're getting a reload package, it's very much worth it. And then use a legitimate moving company and get a few quotes 
United and Mayflower worked well for me. Yes. Oh, and also during the move, drink lots of alcohol. <laughs> I've heard uh, horror stories. Oh, I got one. My one of my best friends is a female. Her and her uh, husband, they just moved, by the way, to uh, Orlando, and they hired a company. They moved in on this in the second week of July, third week, third week of July. Excuse me. What, where, where are we at now? They still don't have their furniture from the company that moved. Where, where do they say it is? They don't know? They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> oh, and I've heard of moving companies holding your shit for ransom for more money. That was oh. not part of the original deal. Now, that's the shadier the, I, companies. I would, do the, I would do the pod, by the way. I swear to God, I think, I think gypsies have more morals than many moving companies. Yeah, no, you're right about that. All right. But, but but the pod team's the way to go. And I'm So in other words, you you put all the shit in the pod, they just put it on a, a flatbed and deliver the pod, you unload it. And by the way, but you can have people uh unload for you. Oh. Which is good. but I don't I was I'm telling you, I keep looking around going mattresses, a desk, a rowing machine, and a Peloton bike. All you need, bro. That's all I'm taking. Leave all That's your sh- leave all. I mean, honestly, you could leave it all behind. Just save the money on moving and buy new stuff. New, right? And you if, would if net gonna, the same. Right. I know people going to rent. Hit the hard the- reset. Super hard reset on your life. <laughs> uh, this this one from Oh Lone Depot is calling me. Should I take the call? Fuck you, Lone Depot. <clears throat> Sorry. Lone Depot. Oh yeah, I don't. It, it, I I made the mistake of giving my phone number at a couple websites for refinance. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Might okay. as well throw a rock right at a hornet's yeah. nest. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Yeah, like I just looked. I looked at. Uh, you know, Jeep has a new a new Jeep coming out called the Four E something. It's going to be electric and gas. And oh. I just clicked on it just to see yeah and of course i've been inundated with want to buy a jeep and i'm like I was just hey how about a jeep <laughs> hey yeah. deals on a jeep hey look jeep ads in your email jeep ads on your yes. sidebars jeep 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 funny how that that's is. exactly correct hey you know my boy getter has a four by e he has that very jeep he can oh, tell you all getter, about it getter making that kind of money that's like a fifty thousand dollar car <laughs> What kind of producer are you guys? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't get into his finances. He can tell you more about it. This one from Jimmy Anushka out in California. Great listener of mine. Frequent emailer. He says, it takes balls. Zabe, Jay on the move. Wow. I love it. I moved from Pennsylvania back in 86 to San Diego. Back to Cleveland in 92. Back to San Diego in 96. But I was not 51 at the time. By the way, can you imagine that move from San Diego to Cleveland? (laughs) Holy shit. God hates me. Yes. I would say if you were to rank absent other soft concerns like taxation and other stuff, just in terms of beautiful city, not beautiful city. Right, that San Diego, Cleveland. Those are the bookends of nice <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Anyhow, in Cleveland now in sending you. An email I know. About disparaging I know. Cleveland. I know. Uh, he says, 
Anyway, moving south for better weather, hopefully better lifestyle, and best of all, a shitload of cash in his pocket with the prospect of even better days ahead is smart but ballsy with a capital B. Good for him, and I guess thanks to the pandemic for this. Understood during the transition, Jay will miss some shows, and we'll miss him, but I'm sure he'll keep us posted when he returns. Jimmy Yanushka. Uh, Andy Morin, Andy and Indy, says, You're right, Zabe, I do have a Cincinnati connection. I was born and raised there. Spent the first 18 years of my life there. I only ended up in Indy after college and a brief stint in Chicago for career purposes since you'll probably always be home despite the fact that I've nearly lived here longer than there at this point. So that's how I ended up being a Bengals fan in Indy. Anyway, I will not be advocating for Jay to move to Cincy. We don't need any more dirty Steeler fans <laughs> invading. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one, Andy. That's funny. All right. On the sports front, what's shaking right now? What do you want to talk about? Because you get me once a week, and I've been spewing out takes all week long. Did you happen to see, and I just saw this about 45 minutes ago, uh, and I don't watch the show, so I didn't see it live. Skip Bayless had a dust-up with the female host of What's his show called? Uh, Skip Bayless, uh, quite frankly. No, this is the truth. Facts versus volume. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm a douchebag. Right, exactly. Hey, listen to this. Whatever the show was with him and and Shannon Sharp. Well, um, I I watched Hard Knocks last night, and I've got a couple thoughts about Mike McCarthy after I finished. uh, It's undisputed. Okay, undisputed, and their, their female host don't know who she is. But anyway... Skip was saying that he is not a McCarthy fan because he is too heavy. Ooh, the, fat and, and, shaming. Yes, fat shaming. And the and the female host, and I'm paraphrasing, was like, that's a bad take, Skip. Not Just because not all uh, NFL coaches are in shape like you. And Skip got testy. It was... He was almost as 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 testy as when Jalen Rose called him out, and it was funny. But this woman stood her ground and and said, "I'm on this show too. I'm allowed to have opinions." And Skip just literally just just he acted like a four year old child, like when they went to break. I really hate him, and I'm not you're not supposed to hate anyone, but well, no, I hate, yeah, I hate Skip Bayless though. I I really do. He's a he's a terrible human being. I hate him. Well. And now that at remember last year, Shannon Sharp said he was triggered by McCarthy smashing watermelons in front of the team because he thought it was you know racially insensitive. That's just stupid. But but did did so, you watch hard? Yeah, Jenny. So time? Jenny Jenny Taft was the one. Jenny Taft. Jenny Taft. Yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to find it on YouTube here. Let's see if ending is... to that segment. Here we go. Well, I don't think that's a fair shot. Is either. everyone that's who's a good coach yeah. as fit as you, mm. Skip? Mm. I don't think that's a fair shot uh, whatsoever. I wouldn't want. I said it was a personal preference. And I wouldn't want him to be my head coach. That have not had the yeah. perfect ideal physique, including yeah. my college coach. Mm. So I don't think that's a fair mm. shot. How dare you? How dare you? You know, Andy Reid's fat as fuck, and he's a pretty good coach. I it, it, it just skip with his hot take. It just, I really don't like him. <laughs> I, I do I like. Really Je- I do like, like Jenny Taft, though. I'll say that much. Oh, I yeah. I should say I should say, you should say to Jenny. Well, how many women with a BMI over twenty are on television? I'll hang up and listen to your answer off the air. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well that's the way the game is played on television. 
Who was here? Another thing. Who was the star of the Olympics? The Olympics ended. We haven't talked since the Olympics. Who was the out and out, you know, like Nadia Comaneci? I'm dating myself. Allison Felix probably got a lot of run. Of course, she was in the second half coverage with the track and field events. So there was that. You know, Caleb Dressel got a lot early on. He, Caleb Dressel, um, Sydney McLaughlin, um, they were my, they were my two. Yeah. Those two, because yeah. from what Darren Ravel said, like I, I think I said last week, she got like you know three hundred thousand Instagram followers after her race. Yeah, but, no, for sure. Yeah, and Caleb Dressel is everywhere now. I think he's overtaken Michael Phelps. Thank God. Right. Well, hopefully uh, the next Olympics, which will be in Paris in three years, I believe, because they're going to. Well, I think they're going to get back on schedule. Okay. Uh, this will be the 2024 Paris Olympics. Are they on time? As I am Google searching right now. Um, do, 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 do. It says 2024. 20, yeah, they, they, okay. they're going to go on three years because they, they want to get back on schedule. Nobody wants odd-numbered Olympics. Come on. Right? I don't think anybody would care. I care. An, uh, okay. Yeah, I like them right. nice and tidy. Want them okay. tidy, nice and neat, nice and, like and everything. Like elections, every two to four. <laughs> but I want them. On, I want them on even, even number years. I don't want them on ones, <laughs> threes, and fives, <laughs> sevens and nines. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Hate that. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you see the Josh Allen contract? And do you have yes, thoughts? Yes, I did. I. Well, he did. Not say a 180, but he did dramatically improve last year. He did. But that's a lot of money. That's a Off that's of a lo- one year's data set during a pandemic As in which Rams. winning games on the road had never been easier statistically or environmentally because of no fans. Ask the Rams how that worked out for them. That's the only. I saw that, and that's what, exactly. what I immediately thought of. Exactly. And if you want to hear a bigger loser statement than this, you're going to have to search far and wide. Mitch Trubisky on being QB2 in Buffalo says, quote, I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now. Oh, God. Loser. Here's a guy who was a number one draft pick, started for four years, made the playoffs, and was supposed to be the man. And now he's like, I'm right where I should be. Behind a guy with a $150 million guaranteed deal. That's not a competitor right there. That's a guy who realizes I'm probably a fraud. That's sorry, feel- not sorry. So if that's a Skip Bayless hot take, come at me, people. But I'm just being honest. Well, you know, as much as I think Gardner Minshew is a, you know, fourth-tier <laughs> quarterback, him saying I haven't taken a number two all off season because I don't like number two. It's still one of the funniest things ever. He, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't want to be a bad. So if, if if you are okay with being in a in a backup situation, you're a loser. You Sorry. are a loser. Um, did you see the slide by Trey Turner of the Dodgers last oh, night? It was beautiful. I mean, five finger chef's kiss. I'm watching it right now. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to go to social media and Google Trey Turner Dodgers slide. He comes into home plate, textbook baseball slide well ahead of the throw. He's got enough momentum that he skids clean across the plate, touching it with his hand, a good five or six feet beyond the base. And then in one smooth 
effortlessly, effortless and fluid motion, pops to his feet while slowing to a stop while twisting on his heels, almost like he's on roller skates. Trey Turner should be the new Tom Amansky. <laughs> teaching that. And, teaching that. And yeah. what's cool is that he gets up and just very casually walks back to the dugout. That's the hey, best part of it. By the way, the Nationals trading him, he has one more year left before he is arbitration or free agent ready. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, they were worried. It, it, uh, unless you're, you're, get, you're getting back Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays in their prime. That's just they, they got prospects, but guess what? They, uh, they, they didn't think they could sign him because they think he was going to be like a $400 million player. Well, I'm I'm riding them till the wheels go off. Okay. Then. Well, that's what they. But okay, that's what they did with Harper. They got nothing. It's what they did with Rendon. They got nothing. It's what they did way back in the day with Alfonso Soriano, and they got nothing. Some point you got to get something back, Jay. I think. Well, I'm I'm looking at the Orioles who got effed by man by the Dodgers in the Manny Machado trade. So I never trust giving up a superstar player for prospects who. If you get 10, three uh, or seven, uh, seven of them will never see the major leagues. All right. If you want, uh, if you want the opposite of a smooth slide that uh, good old Trey Turner did, please Google Jonathan Villar butt slide for the Houston Astros. This was from 2018. It's great. Do you, do you got Jonathan your Google? Jonathan Villar. Do you um, got, do you got your uh, Google fingers going right now? I got my Jonathan, Jonathan. Villar for the, for the Astros. Hits a what he hoped was a double, comes sliding into second, his head up, and he ends up jacking his neck back because he goes right into the butt of Brandon Phillips. Okay, Jonathan Valar slide. Hold on, wait, is that a modem in the background? No, that is ooh, a that thunderstorm is, we, alert. National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm for the following areas: Anne Arundel County, Baltimore County, Baltimore City, ooh, Howard County. Howard County. Howard County, effective until 6-17, and it's gotten really dark here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tell me when you find the butt slide, because I think it's the polar opposite. Oh, Villar slides into yeah. Phillips' backslide. Backside, yeah, but, excuse me. Yeah. And okay. play. God, I hate this This 10-second ad for whatever. Are you is. on YouTube? Yes. Buy I, YouTube. I, premium it's so worth it okay here we go jonathan villar okay into the gap here it comes coming in a second look oh, out goes in. he hesitated oh <laughs> <laughs> he hesitated yeah. that was his problem <laughs> exactly have you seen nebraska's new alternate for this year called the little red uniform they're going to wear it against oklahoma and get beat by 100. Did you see it? No. Little might, red. Might want to Google that one. It, little red. It, see, this is another one where I, I just want to listen to Jay's reaction as soon as he sees little it. Little red. Little L-I-L red. Alternate oh. uniforms. Okay. Nebraska. Little red. 2021. Little. Uniforms Nebraska. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Ugliest thing I've ever seen. It looks. It's made to look. It's made to look like they're wearing red farmers overalls. 
I was going to say, looks, yeah, it looks like, you know, basically. <laughs> hey, boys, we're playing for Nebraska. Let me Please tell you, coach. there's not a team. There's not yeah. a brother alive from an inner city that decided to play D1 football at Nebraska that isn't thrilled at looking like an extra on the fucking set of Hee Haw. Only a, only a team coached by Scott Frost would wear this. And and you know uh you know who uh you know when you get beat by those like you said if they, if, if you're getting beat in those by four touchdowns they're really embarrassing. Oh. And by the way that used to be one of the iconic football rivalry games I know. to watch. I know. And they're coming out with this crap. Somebody uh somebody said we should have relegation in college football. That's true. That makes sense. Can you imagine if we had a top league and then every year the bottom five teams got relegated to the second tier and you'd have programs that were iconic programs like Tennessee and Michigan scrapping in week 12 to try to stay up in the big league. But then you would have that underdog story like um, what is the soccer team, uh, Leicester, about three years ago? Leicester they, City. Leicester City, okay. And, yeah. they, and they what won the Premier League. Yeah. With, uh, uh, Cinderella story in True. the words of Carl Spackler. True. Uh, do you see Adam Vinatieri's photobomb of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Okay, Adam Vinatieri. This is great because there's someone takes a photo and there's Vinatieri between the two of them at a Hall of Fame party, putting his thumb up, smiling broadly, and his tweet was, thanks to these two guys, I have four Super Bowl rings. Best photobomb okay. ever. That's, that's, funny. that's funny. It's self-effacing. By the way, he made two of those kicks that won those games. For Brady. Yes. And they yes. were money clutch kicks. Even though they were both indoors, they were money. Uh, uh, I love Peyton Manning's speech, by the way. The fact that he made fun of Ray Lewis dang. and made fun of Tom Brady. Right. Uh, did you see the Dodger ball girl who tackled the intruder on the yes, field? Yes, and she's she's a Instagram star now. <laughs> she, she is a rocket, this gal. Yes, yes. She's going to make some money. She's going to make some money now. Do you think that perhaps uh, she knew that if she made a move like that, it would help her with her follows and likes? Did she say at that moment, oh, here it is, my chance to finally go viral? That's a great question. Or is she just all about that life? I got a feeling she knew she would get some airtime. And she's a pretty blonde girl. And I I think that was kind of calculated. Yeah, me, me, I'd have been like, "Oops, screw this guy could have a knife." Ask, ask the uh, the, the uh, coach for the Tigers who got beat up right. by those two guys. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah Terry yeah. Gamboa, let, exactly. Yeah, let let the crazy people do. Let the crazy people go on their way. Shout out to Christina Applegate who revealed she's got MS. Was Christina oh. Applegate ever top tier babe in American pop culture? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. just checking. Yeah. What oh, was peak? Geez. What was peak? Christina Applegate married with children. Married with children. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's oh. Yeah, it's terrible. She beat cancer and now she's got multiple sclerosis. Sucks. Oh God. Yeah. And apparently Kanye West is moving to another stadium to finish his Donda album. He's to which some- dick. <laughs> <laughs> to he which somebody sucks. said, "No one can ever finish the job at that stadium." I guess. He oh, sucks. zing. <laughs> he, oh, I could never. Are you I, eagerly awaiting the drop no. of Donda? Come on. No. Sure? Again. Positive. I, I, I'm done with Kanye. I, 
Okay. No. I'm done, I'm done with Kanye. All right. Stand by. Here we go. FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do we got this week? Aubrey Huff, former Oriole, former Ray. Oh, he is a hardo, <laughs> hard right winger, that guy. Or some people call it a big asshole. He can be I a big some, asshole, too. Some people call him that. Got banned from Twitter because he just posts some of his his biggest, dumbest tweet is when uh, they had the all-female broadcast crew for the Orioles. Yeah. And I can't remember who else. He goes, chicks are not for during the game. They're for after the game. I'm like, oh. you're an asshole. Oh, That's just God. stupid. That's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So, Aubrey hey, Huff, hey, fuck Aubrey, that guy. Hey, Aubrey, I would have loved you to came through with two outs a little more often when you were Orioles. <laughs> so. All right. I've got some news for you. <laughs> is it too easy to name Andrew Cuomo as the fuck that guy? Probably no, because, is. No, because he's an idiot also. I, I love the, I mean, the layup line to dunk on him, it's long. And people are getting pretty creative. Like, so wait, does he get to stay due to the eviction moratorium? <laughs> or does he have to give the Emmy back? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, I'm going to give my FTG to whoever it is on the NFL Rules Committee that decided that they're going to start ejecting guys due to taunting. Oh, if Jesus. you motherfucking eject the guy from an NFL game because of taunting, then I'm going to be goddamn pissed. All right? These are alpha apex predators out there playing sports, smashing their bodies and their brains for our enjoyment. Yeah, I like sportsmanship. Yeah, there's got to be some limits. But seriously, ejections... Nah, fuck that guy. And I don't think it was Alberto Riveron who retired in the offseason. So there's going to be a new rev- a replay judge up in the, you know, the sky in New York City that looks at and basically calls every disputed call in the league. Alberto Riveron had been the guy. So to see that who that would be a great is. gig to have, by the way, also. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Be the best gig ever. And I'd be good at it, so they should call me. Probably not Damn going right. to. All right, Jay, uh, good luck. Keep us posted on the move. We'll talk to you next week. And as Ken Beatrice used to say, bye-bye now. And I'll use that as my bye-bye now as well. Thank you so much for downloading and for being being part of Zabecast Nation. For you, Carol, I know Jay is not necessarily your favorite exactly, but I do hope you enjoyed today's Zabecast. Everybody have yourself a great Thursday or whatever kind of Thursday you want. Rate, review, tell a couple friends. Tomorrow, it's Sally and Scott. The A-Team will be here only for subscribers. Go to zabe.com slash premium to be a true one percenter. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. 
Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.